What's up, everybody? It's the Welcome to the Show podcast. CT, leave me away. What's up, Manny? I'm good, man. Well, I'm all right. I mean, that's yeah. Good. It's been a rough. It's been a rough week, CT. Before it's been a rough we get, year, it's been a rough. 2020 sucks so far. And before we jump into the the biggest story, which everybody's talking about, I'm sure, you know, at this point, people maybe have gotten too much of the Kobe story, but we have to talk about it. But before I get to that, let me tell you about last week a little bit, CT. Um, Mm -hmm. So my wife and I decided to take an impromptu impromptu vacation, go to Florida, um, take the kids out of the cold weather. It was cold here. It was snowing. We get there. And... We have one good night. The next day, my daughter's sick. We take her to the doctor. She has the flu. The doctor says, go home. Here's a doctor's note so you can get a flight and get out of here. We come home. She's been sick. And uh, Spirit Airlines wouldn't refund, wouldn't let us switch our flight, so we had to pay to, to get on the plane. whole bunch of nonsense. And um, it was just the worst. It was like one of the worst. Like, that vacation fucking sucked. Let's just put it that way. Because of Spirit. Because of Spirit Airlines. And I went on Twitter and I did something that I never do before and I complained about it. And Spirit reached out to me via DMs. I'm going to put them on blast now. They've reached out to me via DMs saying, we want to help you. We see, we understand your situation. Send us your doctor's note and we're going to help you out. So I do just that. I send them the doctor's note. And do you think they actually helped me out? No. So what ended up? What ended up happening? Like the doctor's note didn't get you anything at all? No. So it did. So here's the situation. We were supposed to leave on Thursday and we found the same flight on Wednesday. And we saw that the plane was like half empty. So there were seats. Same flight number, same time, same airport, same everything, just a day earlier. And they were like, oh, to make that switch, you have to pay $900. And I was like, are you fucking crazy? If I go on Spirit Airlines right now, I could buy those seats for $600. You're telling me I already have seats for the next day. I just want to switch them. And you're going to charge me $900? Yeah, that's our policy. We can't make the switches, blah, blah, blah. So I go on Twitter like a little bitch because some people say it works. But I go on Twitter like a little bitch. I tag them and I say Spirit Airlines suck. They won't help me, blah, blah, blah. They reach out on DMs. We're going to help you, Mr. Gomez. We're going to help you. Did they help me, CT? I still ended up paying like five, six hundred dollars to switch the fucking seats. Like if you're gonna if you're gonna pretend like you're gonna help somebody, at least like do a good job pretending. Then to top it off, we get there and they tell us that it's on gate F two in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Uh the flight was to leave at like seven forty or something. I can't remember, eight eight ten, some shit. We go to board and they tell us, Oh, your flight was moved to gate G something. So we're running across the airport to get to the other gate. When we get to the other gate, the flight has been delayed for four hours. So I'm with a kid with the flu in an airport at 8 o'clock at night. Four more. I didn't get home until like 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning. So not only did you not help me with the seat change, I still had to pay a shit ton of money. You didn't tell us about the delay ahead of time. I'm going to tell you about JetBlue. This summer, JetBlue flights were delayed. They let me know in hours in advance. So I was able to stay in the campo for two or three more hours, comfort of my own home, and then when I landed, they gave me a $500 credit. Did Spirit even offer me a fucking Coke? No. <laughs> so uh, None of that shit. Spirit Airlines re- sucks. Don't fly well, Spirit. Yeah, no, I've heard a lot of bad reviews about Spirit, right? But what was the reason it was delayed? They said nothing. No reason. The, so, And then I look at the weather. I'm like, oh, maybe it's, maybe it's windy. Maybe it's, it's fucking snowing in Baltimore. 
No, none of that shit. Clear skies. There was a flight from Spirit leaving to Philadelphia at the same exact time that flight left. We were delayed four hours. No explanation, no nothing. Damn, man. Fucking crazy. At least don't make me run across the airport trying to make the flight because you changed the gate last minute. Like, why the fuck even change the gate? You know what I'm saying? Seems like It seems like you've been waiting a while to this pent-up anger. Now you're finally letting it out. And I yeah, get man. to see it now that we're here recording a, a webcam webcam version of God, the episode. Damn. I hope that the fans also get to see this because this, this is some real shit right here, man. This is an angry dad right here, guys. So how was your week? <laughs> I don't even remember how my last week was, man. Because to be honest with you guys, by the way, we're back at season three. If mm-hmm. you want to call it season three, we left for about what's been like three, two, weeks, three weeks, a month, two, three, two, weeks, three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. That's the first <laughs> F-bomb of season three. I took it. Wait, did you say that? I might have. Already? I might did you? have. Probably. All right. Well, guys, this is the first fucking episode of season three. <laughs> uh, we're trying to bring a webcam component into the uh, into our, our world, mm-hmm. our growing network. Uh, but yeah, to be honest with you, man, I don't remember what I did the last week. I don't remember the last thing we talked about. What were the subjects we talked about? Because honestly, I just been like engulfed by this Kobe news. And like, I don't think any celebrity death has ever impacted me like this. And I remember when Jose Fernandez passed away and it was like the most tragic thing. Right. I don't know if we wanted to jump into the Kobe thing off the bat. (laughs) Yeah, we could jump Kobe. I mean, I still have more personal complaints, but that's fine. Kobe. Go ahead, man. Go (laughs) ahead, man. Please. It's just that I'm trying to I'm trying to think of how my weekend was and I can't. It was just it's Monday, right? I think so. Is it? Yeah. It's Monday. Monday. Yeah, it's it's Monday, man. I can't think of anything else besides like that news. But yeah, man, I'm here for you. Go ahead, Ben. No, 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 no. Now you brought up Kobe. Now now my shit seems kind of petty. I don't want to go back there. Fuck it. As I was saying, I remember when Jose Fernandez, former pitcher of the Marlins, Mm -hmm. the Marlins, probably their best player, him and John Carlos Stanton, died in a boat accident. And he was like coked up or whatever the story was, but that was some tragic shit. Yeah. But it, this Kobe stuff is on another level, man. I don't know. Maybe because he left back, he left behind such a great legacy, and he was already so active in his retirement, winning Oscars and Grammys, whatever the fuck he won. Uh, I don't know, man. What, what What did you think? Like, what was your first thought when you heard that he had? died in a helicopter crash so from listening to sports radio and and all the reaction on twitter and and all the social media platforms it seems like everybody kind of had a similar reaction like i remember seeing it was it was through the group text that we're in that i saw it and i almost didn't believe it like i did a double take like i was like no this is because this a joke or like did somebody fuck up on the reporting it doesn't make any sense so then i started looking through through all at this point it had it had happened like it had been broken through TMZ like two hours before, and um, everybody was picking it up. So Bleacher Report, a notification from Bleacher Report pops up, a notification from ESPN. I go on Huffington Post. I check all different kinds of um, mediums, and it turns out that it's true. And I was just, I, I said to my wife, I was like, I can't believe this. And she was like, wow, this is really affecting you. And I was like, yeah, I don't know. It is. Yeah, I don't know why, but it is. Like, it's just he was so... So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I'm I'm a big Kobe fan. I never really was. I appreciate him as a basketball player. I appreciated him. I feel like he's he was the last of the old school basketball player in the NBA, and he did mean a lot to the sport. And I can't remember the last time somebody of that stature left us so soon. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Like Jose Fernandez was the first one that popped to mind. 
But even he hadn't established himself so much in the game of baseball. I think he had only played for like two or three seasons at that point. Um, and he showed a lot of promise, but we didn't know what he was going to turn out to be. For all we know, he could have, you know, been a bust at this point. Um, but with, with Kobe, Kobe's, you know, arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. And he just yeah. won an Oscar. And he was on that plane with his daughter. That When I found that out, that was more shocking. And then more information comes out. His daughter's teammate was on the plane. Her, his daughter's father was on the plane. His daughter's mother was on the plane. Um, fucking, it's tragic. It's horrible, and and I feel I feel for those for those kids, the mom and the dad left behind two you know two children. I mean they're they're adults. Um, it's fucking it's horrible, and I and the thing that, yeah. that, that that I'm sorry, I keep talking. But the thing that keeps popping up in my mind is, I hope they didn't I hope they didn't suffer. And it sounds like the impact of the crash might have been that maybe they didn't suffer, but you have to imagine that they knew. That th- that they knew something was going down, and I just can't yeah, like yeah having a daughter I can't even like imagine what do I say to her how, how do I react like you know what I mean like it's heartbreaking. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna sit here and act like I was like a diehard Kobe fan because I'm not even a diehard NBA fan. Yeah, but like I guess you know he's clearly one of those people that like transcended this the the sport. Like you just knew he was an all time great, just retired. Yeah. Less than two years ago, I think it was. Um, and just like the timing of it, man, like LeBron James as a Laker literally Insane. passed him in points the night before. Insane. You know, and it's like L.A. Lakers and Clippers play today, like, but they postponed the game. It's just like all these different things. Everyone around the league was like sending their their tribute to Kobe. I thought I thought that was really special. And uh, yeah, obviously, like my condolences to the family of everybody else involved in that plane crash but I, this kobe thing man i don't think i'm ever gonna get over this it's like inst- i feel like it's like it just lit a fire behind me to like get my shit going because i'll yeah. be 41 in a decade or so <laughs> <laughs> well and i was listening to the michael k show earlier today and they were they kind of posed posed the question to when was the last time someone of this stature passed away and they kept going back to thurman munson but even that isn't equivalent not not to demean or to to try to you know make apples to apples out of out of these deaths they're both they're both equally tragic but i'm talking about like this is this is like this is like finding out that you know brad pitt died or some shit for the acting world or or like fucking mike trout you know what i'm saying that that's what this is like this is like another level and 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 not you know while i say that at the same time it's it's tough because all you're hearing is Kobe, and it's almost like the other people that were on that flight were an afterthought, and they were people too. And you know, it's no, yeah, it's fucking terrible. Pete, everybody involved in that flight, it's just as tragic where where their obviously their lives are lost too. But I mean, we're talking about a guy that influenced like millions of people, and like his millions is gonna go on to influence. You know, he influenced LeBron. LeBron influences like a million people. So this right. is like a obviously we don't want to just like take away from the families that everybody else that was involved in that helicopter accident but this is some serious shit man like this is like i don't know like this guy i saw a video of him speaking spanish my dad sent it to me like my dad doesn't watch basketball yeah but he sent me a video of kobe speaking spanish just like this guy was like the real deal like this was an icon yeah um like way beyond the sport and he was you know 
he was compared to Michael Jordan in his legacy, like in terms of the NBA. But I feel like he was going to go beyond Michael Jordan in general because I never you never hear from Michael Jordan. Like no. it's like you can't even you might see him in a commercial, but Kobe, you know, he was like very involved in uh, things outside of the sport. Yeah. So I really feel like this guy was going to go just blow by his, uh, you know, Jordan's after retirement legacy. Right. But it's just really tragic, man. And it's just a, it just serves as a reminder, given his status, to have him one day and then the next day him just be gone like that. It's just a reminder. And I, I said this to to my writers at Call to the Pen <clears throat> last night because we do this this thread every night to give each other ideas for things to write for the website and stuff like that. And I said to them, like, today's been a rough day and it makes you realize just how how you know stupid this all is like we're writing about baseball it's meaningless yeah um and for kobe bryant he's so revered for playing a game of basketball which is kind of stupid but at the same time then i said to them you know uh, a few minutes later i started i started thinking and i'm like you know what people come to call to the pen to for as a distraction it's a place where you can get away from from real life for a minute and mm-hmm. our, our numbers jumped up last night. And I said to them, I think it's because people were looking for not only were they being inundated with Kobe content, which we're giving you too now. Um, it's a way to get it's a way to get away from your life and just be like, fuck, man, like shit. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. And a lot of people were debating whether or not the NBA game should have been canceled yesterday. I kind of was on the fence about it, too. But I'm like, you know what? It probably was a good idea to hold those games, you know, because that's that's what Kobe would have wanted. A. And B, it's it's like a, a safe space for people. It's a sanctuary, a place where you can go and pay homage to them and pay your pay your respects. And you know the way the way the the teams all the games uh, showed their respects was awesome. When they when everybody took their penalties, honored them with the twenty four second violation. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Sports <laughs> sports is sports is definitely like a gateway to get away from like the shitty world that we live in. Sometimes, even yeah. though I love this world, by the way, love it's, it. It's alright. Is that an L for you? Uh, is that an L for you? That one. There it is. L-O-V. Wow. So anyways, I love the world, <laughs> but a lot of people going through a lot of shit these days. So sports is, that's a big part of sports. It's it's the, it's to see competition, to be entertained, but to also get away from your everyday life, right. your everyday shitty job, you know? Uh, so yeah, I, I agree. I, I, I kind of thought that it was kind of crazy how they were playing yesterday, but at the same time, it's, it, it kind of they needed it it made sense um and the other thing that i was seeing on twitter was a lot of people bringing up his past um yeah his rape charges and stuff like that and some people handled it better than others there was one specific twitter person i can't remember what the handle is they were they were a verified person and they kind of went all out and they were like you know we're here mourning the death of this man but this is who he is and I kind of stopped to think for a minute because I remember when that all happened and I remember thinking, well, this is really fucked up um, what he did because he did. He didn't necessarily admit it, but he acknowledged that something wrong happened. Uh, He read a letter out in court or his lawyer did to acknowledge what happened and it was settled. And the woman didn't want any money from that from that court appearance. But then she sued him civilly and got money from it. We don't know what the amount was. That's irrelevant. But so when that person posted that, it got me to think. But at the same at the same time, I was thinking, like, is now the time to 
to bash this guy for that. And I was trying to put the words, like trying to figure out like how I felt about it. And then Bob Costas said something on CNN and somebody posted it on Twitter as well. And he said it perfectly. Um, this was a guy who had a, a bad past and he owned up to it in his own way, even though there was no real admission in court. And it seems like from that point on, he seemed to have learned from his mistakes and turned out to be a decent dude. And I think that's a good example of why today's cancel culture and wokeness and all this shit needs to go away because people make mistakes and, you know, there's no excuse for assaulting a woman. We weren't in the room. We don't know exactly what happened. I tend to believe the woman in these kinds of cases, but it seems to me that after that happened, um, that I, you know, it seems like we've never heard of anything anywhere near this kind of shit coming from his camp or, or from his side of anything. Everything has been nothing but positive. Um, so yes, you have to acknowledge that these things happened and that they're ugly and all that shit. But at the same time, we have to acknowledge that he, it seems to me like he was a changed person. He was a good father. Um, and he didn't deserve this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like I, uh, you know, I, I, I think there's just a problem with, with, with the way the world is today. Like, you, even when you look back in history, you're either you either did something good and you're a good guy, or you either did something bad and you're a bad guy. But right. I feel like we're too we're too complex as people exactly. to just lump everyone into one side of the category. Like, you know, Kobe was accused of that, guilty, possibly. Yeah, I honestly didn't keep up with that court. That was like, I was younger at the time. I didn't follow what was going on. But you clearly did. And he's guilty. He's guilty. That That's a fact. But that was years ago. Doesn't take away from what he did. But that was years ago. The man has basically, you know, inspired so many people. He wasn't promoting rape. Like, I feel like there's a difference. Like, he, it's not like he lived his life by the sort of rape. Like, you know, like <laughs> yeah. promoting it and, and being like a sleazebag and everything. Like, all through in, in his spare time. If anything, he's lived through his own, uh, what's it called, suffering because of that situation. I'm pretty sure it wasn't easy for him. Again, not taking away from anything he did. But the point is, is that that's you're taking the one thing that he did, and he lived an entire life beyond that. You know, like right. he he you can you can everybody makes mistakes. So it's like you you can choose to either accept it or just. Live, I guess, live your life perfect. If you right. if you think you're perfect, just live your life perfect. In that case, I don't know. Yeah, and and like I said, again, not not trying to take anything away from the the person who accused him of sexual assault, but none of us know what really happened, and we we can choose to believe who we want to believe. I like I said, I believe her, um, but at the same time, I I know family members of mine. I'm not gonna fucking uh, accuse anybody. I know family members of mine who've made mistakes and have done horrible things and i've seen them change and i've seen them i've seen them become better people and i feel like we live in a culture now where if you make a mistake or you do something bad we aren't willing to forgive someone for it and that woman settled with him so to me in a way that's not an that's 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 a a way to settle it that's the only way to put it so if she yeah, if like, she was able to settle in this case and hopefully she's moved forward and she's living a good life then why shouldn't we you know what i'm saying yeah 
That's what I'm saying. Like, move forward, live your life. One thing I find annoying, and and this is getting like a little bit, a little tiny off topic. Mm-hmm. I I personally hate interacting on social media. Me too. Like, I hate giving in and calling somebody out on social media. It just personally like, I'm more mad that I give in and do it than the person that actually triggered me to to respond. But and it's rare that I ever do respond. Like the other day, I did tweet someone like, "You're an idiot." I don't even remember what it was about. <laughs> uh, and I remember it just that night I was trying to go to sleep and I was like, why did I respond to this guy on Twitter? Like, right, that, I don't even know that. That happens you know? to me too, man. But the it's thing just sometimes is like that, you just, you, you just like, I, you yeah, know, I don't even know. I think it's just too easy to, to go in and just be like, you're a fucking dumbass, man. You want to know what it is? It's just that you, you're on there long enough that it, it's almost begging you. Right. It's like, it's like. I, it's like the universe just keeps throwing them at you. Like, all right, <laughs> what about today? Like, are you going to respond to this guy? Mm-hmm. And for me now, it's like I responded to that guy the other day. I got to go back and look at what it was that I said. But uh, I just feel like there's two sides to everything. And and what, what gets me annoyed is when I see a, a, a very specific tweet throwing up a whole bunch of explicitives with a really strong case. But it's but me knowing that there's other facts to a story kind of you know like right. it's, it's stuff like that that kind of gets me annoyed and that still then i probably still won't engage but because i'm on it for so long and eventually like it's just like you're on it long enough and right. one day you just take the bait that's you it just take the bait and respond not and just yeah i wanted to respond to someone on twitter that i saw say that that it's amazing some something on the line along the lines of it's amazing how people are always like quick to feel upset when a celebrity passes away kind of saying like you know you don't even know the guy but it's like how's that how does that even make sense like we're talking about like an influencer like right i would have been i would have been upset if i if i if i lived through the time of martin luther king being assassinated right. like i would have been upset i probably would have never met the guy right you know yeah. these are people that are a part of your lives whether we like it or not they're public figures yeah. they're with you you follow them you know it it makes sense that people would be shocked to learn of someone's death in that in that capacity. It's almost like they're a part of your family, even though they don't know who you are. Um, for people that for people that didn't have a, uh, someone to look up to in that sense, and they viewed Kobe as like this superstar of a guy that was you know was always gonna give it his all in the sport that they love. I think it perfectly makes sense for you to be for you to mourn the loss. Even though you never met the guy, he doesn't even know your name. It's completely normal. But people have a problem with that. And I didn't take the bait, but I almost did. Damn, man. And then there's other people, and we are kind of going off topic, but somebody, not only did they retweet. So somebody posted something uh, in memory of Kobe, and there was a whole bunch of comments underneath it that were really negative and kind of, you know, vile and all this shit. And so another verified account took that, retweeted it, and then wrote something to the effect of, like, people are so disgusting with the comments that they that they post. And I replied to him, although he didn't reply back. I said, like, why are you giving them a stage? You just took yeah. your account that has thousands of followers and gave these little fucking idiots that are sitting in their basements doing God knows what, picking their noses, eating their boogers and shit, and you mm-hmm. gave them what they wanted. That's exactly what they wanted. And yep. The best thing to do with these troll troll accounts and all this shit is just ignore them, man. Like they, you know, block, block, block the it. tweet, block the account. Doesn't show up on your feed. You doesn't ruin your day, right? You know. Uh, but what did somebody say? I think it was Verlander. It was Verlander posted something, 
and somebody replied like which is kind of i kind of laughed i'm not gonna lie but don't give them an audience it was like <laughs> it was like bang one if you're sad <laughs> like bang once if you're sad or some shit like that like you know because of the houston astros what the fuck is that car alarm going off <laughs> <laughs> okay that's our cue to move on to the next topic all right man <laughs> uh but anyway yeah we probably should move on from this but you know kobe like i said i wasn't a bit i'm a knicks fan and i'm i feel like i'm i'm from from an, an era i feel like i am a millennial technically but i feel like i'm i feel like i'm a, i'm in the millennial I'm, i feel like i'm in the beginning stages of the millennials like where it all started like we still have kind of that old school mentality a little bit and i'm a team guy so i'm a knicks fan and because of that i wasn't a jordan i fucking hated jordan because he beat us all the time and i fucking hate kobe because he beat us he beat us all the beat us wow because he beat us all the time but that doesn't that doesn't mean i didn't appreciate either of them i still in my mind lebron james is the greatest of all time but um I won't get mad if somebody says it's Kobe. I wouldn't get mad if somebody said it was Jordan. You know what I'm saying? They're fucking great, all in their own ways. They're great players. Um, you're you're a '90s guy. Yeah, I'm a '90s guy. I well, think that's I the best born, way to say because born in '84. So I kind of yeah, I grew up in the '90s. I consider myself a '90s guy myself. Very nice. Yeah, uh, you know, '91. Okay. Okay. So. We are millennials, but I think to describe the type of millennial, I think we're the subsection of the '90s. Yeah, who got to who still remember, you know, when CDs took over. Mm. Yes, and still remember when cell phones took over. Yes, because there were cell phones before I was born, but mm. nobody was rocking them shits. Hell People no, were, were still rocking beepers. They were big as hell. Yeah, pay Those... phones were still out there. You know. It's like Back in my day. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the little string is like, hey. <laughs> um, the right. component's going to come in nicely. All right, Pete, Kobe. Peace. Uh, you want to just merge that Justin Verlander talk right into what happened with the Astros? Yeah. I, Since I don't think I don't think we actually spoke about the outcome of the Astros on our last episode. So that's kind of like... This is just a running gag with our show. We record an episode, and then boom, literally the next day, Trevor Bauer is getting into a feud with, you know, all these different Astros players, and the commissioner of baseball handed down the, the, uh, the penalty, the, you know, the punishment, and Alex Cora gets fired. Good. And Kobe passes away. Damn. Wow. It's crazy, man. So, what do you think of the punishment? So, the punishment was... Uh, one year suspension for AJ Hinch and Jeff Lunau or Luno. I'm hearing is how you say his name. I'm gonna say Lunau. I'm gonna call him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him Lunau. Fuck it. And Jim Crane ends up just firing them both. And um, yeah, it turns out this. I think it was this week or last week. A report came out that the Astros players were given immunity to speak. They, if they told the truth, they wouldn't get in trouble. So it sounds like that's what happened. That's how we got all this information. And this is these are the results of this. So I have a couple of thoughts. The first one is I think it's complete bullshit. I do not buy for one minute that AJ Hinch was destroying monitors and being in an outrage and that this shit continued. That doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. No, not at all. This sounds like 
the players were probably trying to save AJ Hinch. Maybe they weren't big, such big fans of AJ. Well, Cora isn't, wasn't their man, isn't their manager anymore. So it's okay to, it's yeah. easy to throw someone like that under the bus at this point. Um, yep. It's not easy to throw, to throw your current manager under the bus. So save face, make it sound like he was against it, but it still went on under his watch. I don't buy it. Yeah. I think he knew what the fuck was going on and he allowed it to happen. Um, yeah. The second thing is, we still don't know what the fuck is going on with Boston, but we know that that Cora's gone. Uh, so I'm wondering why is this taking so long? Was there yeah. like did more happen in 2018? Like, or I'm I asked the same thing yesterday. I was like to to a friend of mine, or I think it was today. I was like, why ha- why don't we still know what's gonna happen to the Red Sox organization? Right. Like I, I don't I don't know. It's and, fucking crazy. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like if they had something, we would have heard we would have heard something already. Yeah, like it, if they had anything, I feel like we would have heard something. I feel like they're just trying to figure out a way to make it look like we're not we're not we're getting punished, but it's also not as severe as maybe like the Astros. It's either I don't know. it's and, either that or or the same thing that happened with the Astros is happening with the Red Sox, where players are given immunity and they're talking. And this shit is worse than what we think it is. Personally, think- as as a Yankees fan, God damn, what the fuck is that? There's some sort of fly in here. Personally, fly. I don't know. Like I'm in my <laughs> office. What the fuck is? Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? Uh, as a Yankees fan, I would love nothing more than to than to see the Red Sox go down. But that's just as a biased Yankees fan. As a baseball fan, I hope to Christ that this shit isn't worse than what the Astros did because what the Astros were doing was pretty fucking horrible. At the same time, according to these reports that came out, Alex Cora was kind of the ma- the mastermind behind all of this. So would we be surprised if 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 they didn't get in trouble for it in 2017 that Cora quite possibly was doing the same thing in Boston and maybe even worse? Like is that well, out of, what, is that out of the realm of possibility? Well, that's what I want to figure out and also the evidence for the Astros. The reason why I'm so annoyed with this whole thing of the players acting dumb and not coming out and apologizing. Fuck the first yeah. thing I would have the first thing I would have done was apologize by the way. That once, Bregman, once every, did, you, did you see that Bregman uh yeah. presser? He's a fucking idiot. But he, but even Altuve, man, like I I look up to Altuve and I always defended the guy because he's he's a little midget guy like my, like myself. You know, five six, five seven, <laughs> who's dominating the sport of baseball, a sport that I consider one of the hardest sports to be successful at at his level. And before we even get an apology, he's saying we'll be in the World Series in twenty twenty. Yeah, like I felt like someone should have smacked him. It's like you're telling me that you're gonna make an you're gonna make an allegation. You're gonna tell me that you're gonna be in the World Series before before all the little kids across America and Venezuela and all the all the little all the people that look up to you mm-hmm. can't even get a like an I'm sorry or something. Like mm-hmm. so, I I was really annoyed by that. But I'm, if I'm going to be honest with you, I ha- there's a part of me that hopes that they're exposed and I got fail. But there's also a part of me that ex- that hopes that they do see success without cheating mm-hmm. in the in the next upcoming season and for the rest of their careers. Because I don't want to believe that we were just fed bullshit all these years and that what was his name? Logan Morrison said they've been doing this since 2014. 2014 is when Altuve broke out, I think, as a player. That's crazy. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It'd be really upset. I'd be really upset to see that a guy like that was only successful because they were cheating. Uh, so I, I, there's a bigger part of me that wants to see them have success in the next upcoming season. But 
in the next upcoming seasons. But I, there's also a part of me that's annoyed that they're they're dancing around the topic. Right. And uh, the only reason I brought that up was because the, the evidence against the Astros, you can't deny it, right? Mm. All that stuff that John Boy tweeted out with the banging of the trash cans and all that. We haven't seen anything like that from the Red Sox, from any Red Sox clip. No. I haven't seen anything of that incriminating ev- evidence. So either they were beyond the technology that that they were using in, in 2017 Astros or there just isn't evidence like that. And the players are keeping their mouth shut. And hopefully this just comes off as like a slap on the wrist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even the 2019 Astros, like that whole thing with Altuve, I didn't believe it at first. I was I was dumb to think that he was shy and his girlfriend didn't want to rip off his uh his girlfriend didn't want the players to rip off his jersey. But to be honest with you, man, like it's it's like Michael K said it. Michael K is really behind this theory. If you just sent your team to the World Series, mm-hmm. I would have I would have taken it all off, man. I would have been naked on that field. Like Forget. I would have been. Forget yeah. that he didn't take off his shirt. If you watch the entire video, because then I, I, I go back like a fucking loser, even though all of this has been broken, to watch the video. He doesn't just tell them not to rip off his jersey. He runs all the way into the clubhouse. Did you see that? Well, actually, you know what? I saw the full video, and he's he's on the field with his teammates for like a couple minutes, and then he goes to the— Then he goes to, straight down. Every, nobody else everybody went down. Else, yeah, nobody else went down. Everybody, everybody got else. changed right on the field. They put that T-shirt right on. And he yeah. ran down into the clubhouse like as if he was fucking like, this shit has to come off of me right now. And not just that. Yeah, th- exactly what you said. It, it's I think that's the last thing on my mind. And I, I believe that there's video of Altuve having his shirt ripped off in the past before. So I don't know. I just don't buy it. Um, I don't know if I can trust anything that organization says anymore. Uh, me neither. Dallas Keuchel came out with a, an apology, non-apology, the other day. It's like a half. It was like a half-assed apology. Yeah. Uh, just, Justin Verlander was making jokes when he accepted the Cy Young Award. Was it yesterday or the day before? Um, I, th- I feel like the players should get punished for this shit. And and if uh, it seems like baseball's done with the Astros, they've thrown away the button theory that they had that Bluetooth button that vibrates or whatever. Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they were doing some crazy ass shit like that. Um, the problem is how you know, do you, how do you prove it? Somebody has to come out and, and admit it. So the players were given immunity for what happened in 2017, but you're saying that they already investigated 2019 and didn't find anything. Cause they, I read that they didn't find anything in 2019, but did they even try? Because that's what baseball said that, that they you know? looked into it and that, you know, but, but again, this is the problem with baseball and how they handle shit. And, and it, this is similar to steroids. When the Mitchell report came out and they um, they issued their punishments for for people who use performance enhancing drugs, baseball acted like they had solved the problem, but they didn't. Because as we know, the biogenesis scandal came after. And yep. I feel like that's what they're doing with this. They're, they're saying to themselves, we fixed this issue, which happened two years in the past. Baseball now is still pure. Nothing nothing bad happened this season. And I wouldn't be surprised if a year or two down the line, we get hard evidence. Maybe fucking Chirinos comes out and some, or some shit and says, yes, that was a buzzer that came off of my hand in that at-bat or whatever. Um, just fucking come forward with it now. Do the investigation now. Don't beat around, don't beat around the bush. Don't, the, baseball fucking sucks at this kind of shit. And, and it's annoying, man. Because people yeah, get turned off by it. People, you know, people are turned off by this Astros story. Speaking speaking of that, real quick, I I don't know I don't know what to think anymore, and I'm just gonna throw some things out there. Tell me if you're feeling it. If you're not, send it right back. All right, you got it. Where's that from? Uh, that sounds like uh uh 
Vince Vaughn. Wolf. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Wedding Crashers. Wedding Is Crashers. It? Wait. Feels like I feels like it. Anyways, I thought it was a Will Ferrell thing, but maybe whatever. Uh, <laughs> It is a Will Ferrell thing, Anchorman. Anchorman. When he's talking to the when he's yes. talking to the girl, he's like, "If you're feeling it, yeah. send it right back." Yeah, like, yeah. All right. So don't act like you're not impressed. So I keep telling every time I see, like the other day, Brian Cashman came out and said, "We did everything we could to to hide our signs and all that stuff." Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I personally feel like if you're someone that's complaining about the Astros 2017 scandal. And you knew about it, right? Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like you can't complain about it and pout like CeCe did, where he's like, we were robbed of two World Series, not even knowing what the facts are about the Red Sox in 2018, by the way, which CeCe annoys me sometimes. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. He annoys me. But Racist. if you're complaining, if you're complaining about <laughs> if you're complaining about what the Astros did in 2017 and you knew about it. And it took Mike Fires to come out and this John Boy media guy to to find the audio clips and stuff. Then I feel like you can't really complain about it because if Cashman knew about it and he couldn't get MLB to do anything about it with the investigation, then what was he doing? Well, like I've, no, I, I how come I, I disagree? How that- I think I think this is I think what people what's wrong here is that people are focusing all their attention on the Astros, which the Astros should should get a lot of flack for this shit because this is fucked up but so should baseball people should be talking out against baseball too i heard who was that i heard the other day um ozzy guillen ozzy guillen yeah pedro also defended uh defended not defended the ashes but he was saying that what fires did was fucked up i love you pedro jessica mendoza but i think you're wrong and so is jessica mendoza they're both wrong because it's come out now in multiple places that that i think it was net who's the manager of the of the fucking Oakland A's. And again, he's defending his players. So you got to take this with a grain of salt. But he said, yes, we had, we did complain to baseball about the, the Houston Astros. We saw that the Yankees did during the postseason. The Tampa Bay Rays did. It came out that other teams had been complaining behind the scenes to baseball and they weren't doing shit about it. And it took someone like John Boy putting the shit out there, making it obvious, throwing it on your face for baseball to finally start to act on it. Um, so. I kind of don't blame someone like Mike Fires, especially considering that he didn't just hide behind, you know, being just called a source. A source told me he put his name to it. So I, I respect that. I respect that he did that. I wish that other I wish that other people had just put their name to this shit and just made it public. But you know what no, I think it like- is? I think that in baseball, it's like PEDs. Nobody can tell me that they didn't know that Mark McGuire and Jose Canseco wasn't taking steroids in the 80s and in the 90s. The problem is nobody's saying shit because they're thinking, well, maybe I could do it too. Because everybody's trying to find an advantage. That's that's part of professional sports. In every professional sport, somebody's trying to get an advantage in one in a, in, in, in one way or another. It's a very well, not a well-kept secret because everybody knows this, that every pitcher they say in baseball has some sort of foreign substance on their body somewhere. And that's why nobody mm-hmm. complains because my guy's doing it too. So I'm sure that the Yankees have a way to steal signs that we don't know about and the Red Sox and Tampa Bay. Everybody has a way to do it. I think what the Astros, what's wrong with the Astros was how blatant they were about it and how they, you know, when people complain, nothing happened. They just, they just fucking kept doing it. They were like, fuck it. Not only are we going to keep doing it, we're going to fucking do it in the postseason. We're going to, you know what I mean? Like, we're just going to, we're the best. And they, they just walked around with this attitude as if they, 
fucking like own the game or some shit. And it's like, fuck no. you guys. No, you know what? Like the Mike Fires thing, I have an opinion about that. I don't feel like bringing it up because whatever. I can't I can't just kill the guy for waiting this long to, to come out with it. And you're right. More people were all these people were notifying MLB and they wouldn't do anything about it. But MLB didn't do anything about it until the John Boy media uh, clips of all these audio clips that we can hear the banging of the trash cans. Yeah. Correct. Right. My my whole thing is that why couldn't. I mean, this is 2017. This was two, a little over two years ago. Mm-hmm. Less, because we're not even in the spring yet. So we're thinking in terms of the baseball season. This was le- less than two years ago, and nobody can get a clip. People that were in the game, Farquhar, the guy that actually caught on to it himself, yeah. like nobody can get a clip and bring this to the public attention. Nobody could have created a burner account and done this anonymously. Two years Which later. is why... Which is why I don't like hearing jo- Brian Cashman complain about we did everything we could. No, you didn't do everything you could. You you <laughs> probably you probably try to one up them and figure yeah. out your own way to steal. Signs. I see. Yeah, I see what and, you're saying. And I and and what I think is, is that every team that's coming out like ah oh, those, ba- those those fucking Astros stealing signs. Yeah. I think that they're they're just throwing wood to the fire because they know they're just as guilty as something. Which brings me to another point. But go ahead, I'll, I'll let you. You know what I think it is. I think it's because it it, it came out also that in 2017. The Yankees, the Astros, and the Red Sox were punished for using the replay room to steal signs. <clears throat> and at the time, it wasn't a rule. Nobody put a rule in place that you can't go down there to look at the video camera and all this shit. Because baseball, baseball's fucking stupid. So baseball uh, find these teams and then put monitors inside of these rooms to kind of like make sure that no players were going in to steal signs. Um, which makes me wonder... If this went on beyond 2017, because maybe maybe uh, Farquhar heard the banging and he said to himself, well, somebody must be in the replay room stealing signs and they're relaying the signs this way. So maybe they thought everybody knew that this is the way it happened. I don't know. Um, We're looking at this through the scope of 2019. When this happened in 2017, I don't know if this is making any sense. Yeah, you kind of lost me with the 2019 there. I'm not going to lie. Okay, all of this came out in 2019. The Mark, Mike Fires came out saying they were stealing signs this way. John Boy found the video, put it out there. But w- what we're forgetting is that this took place in 2017, and at the time, baseball didn't have a rule against players going into the replay room to, you know, watch tape, and they were stealing signs that way. You get what I'm okay. trying to say? Yeah. Um. So what I'm thinking is we're seeing this through I'm losing the shit out of myself right now is we're seeing is we're seeing this through the scope of 2019 and how how offensive it is in 2019, knowing that it's it's wrong to go into that replay room to steal signs and all this shit. What am I trying to say? I don't even know. I think I think I think what you're trying to say is, is that in hindsight, it looks so much worse because a whole two years went by and they they continue to do shit. But there was no rule for it in 2017. So right. maybe in 2017, teams are looking at it and they're pissed off, but there's no rule against it. So right. no one's doing anything about it. Right. But then, then my argument is still this. Then you can't you, – they can't keep bitching about it. And as fans, we can bitch about it because we are but I, but I just think, fans. I think they're bitching about it because they continue to do it. But I don't think – I don't think – and this is, this is my argument for the buzzers and, and that I think something else is going on. Because why are you punishing them for that in 27 for something that happened in 2017? A, you knew that they were using the replay rooms because we know the Yankees and the Red Sox did too, and they were fined. 
And the reason why the Red Sox got in trouble again with Cora is because the Red Sox continued to do it in 2018. I'm saying baseball must have some sort of evidence that the Astros continue to do it beyond 2017 via another method. And they're not saying anything to us. Conspiracy theory. You might be right. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that the Yankees should be investigated? I think every team should be investigated. I think I think since the Yankees came out that they did that in 2017, I think that that opens them up for investigation. Absolutely. I think the fact that everybody was so focused on Alex Cora being the manager of the Red Sox and having success in 2018, I think the fact that Carlos Beltran was a advisor to the Yankees in 2019 and conspiracy theory moment coming up over here. The <laughs> fact that all these nobodies had career seasons, the way that everybody's saying all these Red Sox players had career seasons <laughs> in 2018. And when I'm when I'm talking about nobodies, I'm talking about Luke Voigt was not on a major league baseball team when the Yankees acquired him. But he had that uh, launch angle though. Oh, okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, who else? Uh, who else? Uh, Urshela. Urshela, Gio Urshela, Urshela. Uh, you know, Mister, Mister, I'm the Yankees. You know, utility, ut- utility man. Uti- and, utility. Uh, <laughs> who else? Who else has success on the Yankees, man? Last season, man. Everybody, man. With all the injuries everybody, we had, man, everybody. everybody. <laughs> do, you, do you think that the fact that everyone's like shitting on the Red Sox for having all these all this success in 2018 with Alex Cora. You don't think that that warrants a 2019 investigation for the Yankees? The fact that, see, that's the thing. Everybody says that everybody knew about it, and all the players are saying that Cora and Beltran were like the the main culprits behind it. You don't think that, and I know you probably, you said that they probably should be investigated, but it doesn't look like they're going to be investigated further than than what what came out of that uh, that report. Where the just, Yankees aren't going to be fined for 2018 or 2017 or anything. I, I would I would investigate them based on what what occurred in 2017. But in terms of Carlos Beltran being hired, he was hired as like the assistant GM or some shit. Which is uh, Andy Pettit does the same thing, like an advisor type player uh, type role. Those kinds of guys don't spend that much time with the team. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So I just I don't know, and not just that. I feel like. I feel like we would know by now with guys like John Boy out there, even though he's a Yankees fan, you know there's a whole bunch of copycats out there. You know that there's somebody, some loser, not that John Boy's a loser. Trying to expose the Yankees. Trying to find something. Yeah, well, that goes back to the whole Astros thing. You know, what if they came up with them even a Bluetooth version of it? I don't know. I, I think My that whole- if I think that if the banging video didn't come out from John Boy, none of this would have happened, probably. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I agree with that, but I'm seeing the connection of 2018 career seasons, Red Sox players. Alex Cora got fired for it. 2019, a bunch of nobodies on the Yankees. Right, made can them you stop the saying be- that now, please? Shit. Just saying, man. Just saying. Hey, I can't, I can't ignore the fact, those facts. They want me to believe this whole Red Sox scandal. Something happened with the Yankees. And until they get investigated, I'm not over it. Maybe it was the Yankee magic. You know that Yankee magic? Whatever, man. That's what I thought too, man. I I hope they get busted for something, man. <laughs> even 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 if just one of those players was cheating and using like a corked bat, man, I'll I'll take it. I'll take with, it. With Aaron Judge in that clubhouse, I, I seriously doubt any cheating was happening. That yeah, that's the one thing that I keep th- telling to myself. Like, there's no way that Aaron Judge he would could, def- he would snitch on somebody. Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, there's excuse yeah. me, Boone. <laughs> 
There's no way that that Aaron Judge like goes and takes down the post. Ooh, by the way, he took down the Instagram post of yeah. you know congratulating Altuve. Oh, that's the other thing. And you know what? At this point, nothing surprises me because people do blatant shit like that. Like like Justin Verlander would bitch about people who got caught. Like with the Cano thing, when when Cano got busted for steroids, he went after Cano, and then. You know, like two years prior, Johnny Peralta was busted for steroids on his team, and he was singing his praises after he was busted. Yeah, Justin Verlander, he's definitely like a, a pick and choose guy. Yeah, like he's people, gonna, yeah. people, people are see, not afraid like... to put their names to shit now and make outrageous statements and then be proved wrong, and they just get away with it. I mean, and you know, and not you to know make this political, you know... but look at the president of the United States. All I'm gonna say, whatever, man. I don't want to get into that either. <laughs> uh, but look at look at Jeter. I can't picture Jeter ever spilling the beans on any no. one of his teammates, let Maybe alone either. anything that he found about the league. I feel like he just did his thing. It kind of made him look like a dick with the whole A Rod, you know, feud. All right. Because he really did he really didn't speak on it. And here we are talking about A Rod again. Man, it just always finds a way to the yeah. conversation, doesn't it? Sure does. Sure. Yeah. Anyways, but I, yeah, I can't picture Jeter ever saying anything about any of his teammates. Unlike Mark Teixeira, who's quick to quick to get on the Michael K show and just bash one of these guys, mm. you know, it's kind of his job, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, but look, I know it's his job, but there is whether whether we like it or not, there's a code between yeah, teammates. No, I, got you. I don't care what any. There's a code between men. All right, <laughs> bro code. <laughs> there's a bro code between men. It, <laughs> it, I don't know if there's a girl code, but there's a there's Maybe. a bro code. Probably. There might be, probably, but we don't know about it because we're not we we we're not girls. Yeah. But there is such a thing, and every time I hear Mark Teixeira get on <laughs> Michael K show and say something about Carlos Beltran teammate, Cano teammate, Ara teammate, all these guys that he gets on and might say something about, I just I, there's always a part of me that just gets like sick in the back of my head. I, I don't know what it is. Not just that. How many players did Teixeira play with that use PEDs? We we got into a conversation in that chat, uh, and I had said to one of our, who's my best friend, is like my brother, um, who's a big Jeter fan, hates a Rod, and I said to I said to him, "Are you? Can you say with a hundred percent certainty that Derek Jeter did not take PEDs?" And in my mind, I want to believe that he didn't. He never did. At the same time, would we like? Would it be shocking to find out that he did? Yes. But at the same time, it shouldn't be because if you played in that era and you're seeing that all your all your teammates are playing these things to stay healthy, to stay on the field, to continue playing, aren't and they're not getting in trouble for it, aren't you gonna try to fucking get that advantage too? I honestly would be really shocked if I find out that Jeter took steroids, but I wouldn't be shocked. I, I wouldn't be as shocked like like after A Rod, I, I can't be shocked anymore. With PEDs at this point, I don't think anybody would shock me. Jeter would still shock me, obviously, but I don't think he's completely innocent. But right. again, I I like to think that until until proven otherwise, you're innocent. So on some level, yeah, I'm with you. I'm you not know, accusing him. Yeah, but but I wouldn't be shocked. It's like the story the, at the same day that the Astros thing came out. Somebody came out. I think it was was it incarcerated Bob? I can't remember who it was. Um, about the Mike Trout, <clears throat> uh, the the therapeutic exem- ex- exemption for a thyroid that he takes HGH or whatever. And I'm going to say it now, fuck it. But I had heard the same thing recently. I have So somebody told me behind the back that that this was the case. 
somebody completely different. This is months before, and CT can confirm this here because I told him when I found out. I said you got to keep this on the hush hush. Yep. Um, that Mike Trout was doing this because of a, a thyroid issue or whatever is what I heard. I never said anything because I'm not going to be TMZ and just break the just not not break the stories. I'm not going to act like it's a big deal. I'm not. It is a big deal, but I'm not going to just put it out there without having confirmed it through another source. And then that shit came out, and I was like, oh, my God. So somebody else has heard this. Somebody else from another venue, completely different, heard the same exact thing that I did, uh, that I heard. Um, so, and then baseball comes out and says that it's not true. I don't believe that shit. I think he is mm-hmm. taking something. Um, but just be honest about it. This is the problem, because when it comes out that he is doing this, then he his name is going to get run through the mud, and he's going to be, you know treated like shit or whatever i don't even i don't even know what my point is my point is i'm sick base i love baseball to death guys and this is probably why i'll always remain on welcome to the show and on this podcast and baseball will never hire me for anything is because people need to talk about this it's not just i'm I'm, i don't even know if i'm on point here ct so i don't just fucking let me roll with it we can be angry at the astros as much as we want and i'm angry at the astros because they were so fucking banging trash cans come on guys like don't be so fucking moronic but baseball's to blame for this shit too because they allowed it to continue to happen they didn't put their foot down when they had a chance to put their foot down and say stop this shit now and what happened three people got fired you have baseball this is like the worst cheating scandal in my opinion since the white Sox scandal this is to me this is worse than peds um and why should people trust the game anymore i know i'm gonna continue watching I, i can't wait for spring training to start in like 30 days but yep. how the fuck does this help the sport grow? Like, fuck. That's why That's why a part of me wants the superstars of the Astros, the guys we were led to believe were MVP candidates every year. Come on, I and hope apologize. they have. I want them to apologize first, first and foremost. That's the main thing I want. I want them to say, you know, we were, we knew other teams were doing it and we did it. We did it better. We came up with the system. We're just as guilty. Uh, we don't want to put all the blame on Alex Cora because that was such a bitch move, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, I want AJ Hinch to come out and also apologize for them trying to pin all the bit, all the blame on Alex Cora as well. I'm glad they got fired. Uh, <laughs> but I also want to see them have success. Like I want Altuve to get his 200 hits. I want Bregman to hit his 30 home runs. I want I want to see the Astros compete for a playoff spot. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but the Angels are my sleeper team on in that division. <laughs> All right. (laughs) But yeah, I do want to see them have some success because like the steroid thing, I don't want to believe that it was all just steroids and it was all just sign stealing. Like, give give us something, you know, give us something to latch on to the hope that you can still make it without cheating. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, still want the Yankees investigated. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, Just man. saying, man, a lot of these teams, a lot of these players are are successful in the regular season only to get to the playoffs and not be successful. And the Astros, Alex Bregman was guilty of it. You know, he didn't really do much in the playoffs. Could it be that there's more security at the playoffs and they can't get away with as much cheating? I don't know. Uh, in 2017, those postseason numbers are pretty fucking crazy. And they won every home game. Now, in, in this postseason, they lost this World Series. They lost every home game. So I don't know. Maybe, you know, at, at the same time, this came after, you know, the accusations of sign stealing against the Astros were through the roof because 
prior to Tampa Bay really bitching about the Astros stealing signs, I don't think I really heard about this so much. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then when the Yankees complained about it too, you could tell some there was something something going on. So maybe they got scared into not stealing signs in the World Series. What what would suck is that if the season came about and Altuve doesn't have an Altuve type of season, Bregman doesn't have a Bregman type of season, then you're just like, fuck, man. Was it all bullshit? Was all of this bullshit? You know? It's going to suck for George Springer, who still has yet to sign that big contract, right? Yeah. And Bregman. And and suddenly I feel bad for Dave Roberts, who was getting bashed with the Dodgers for losing, you know, what is it, three consecutive World Series or two or <laughs> two in the last three years or whatever. Oh, no, you you Darvish, yeah. <laughs> you Darvish. You know what I'm saying? They knew exactly yeah, what Darvish, was coming. But you Darvish was asked the following season. Trust me, I had him. Well, he was injured. Maybe his confidence. His, I mean, he got fucking <laughs> killed, man. Maybe he was thinking like, fuck, man, I'm not a big league pitcher. Maybe I'm not a big league pitcher. Why don't we talk about briefly about the this episode is extremely long already. But why don't we briefly talk about the Super Bowl that's going to happen this Sunday? And Super then let's just let's just go through a bunch of the headlines that we've seen since the last time we spoke. Hi. So real real quick, man, who do you got in the Super Bowl? I'm going Kansas City, man. I think I'm going Kansas City, too. That's crazy. I'm why? Pat Mahomes. I just think Pat Mahomes is the game changer. I don't think Garofalo, 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 Garofalo is the actor. Garofalo is the quarterback. Garoppolo, I don't think he's as good as Mahomes. So I think the quarterback in the quarterback position, I favor Kansas City. Defensively, I think the the Niners are better. Yeah, um, that's, I, that's proof. At the same time, Andy Reid, man, I think that Andy. This is like one of those years where 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 you almost feel like it's gonna happen for somebody, and I think it's gonna happen for Andy Reid in Kansas City. Um, so, yeah. I don't. I'm not a fucking football expert. I have no fucking clue. But I have a feeling Kansas City's gonna win. I like Pat Mahomes, and I want to see Andy Reid get a Super Bowl. I don't know why. I just do. I know. I want to see Andy Reid get the Super Bowl too. And I, I want to place a bet that day on Kansas City on the over. It's a lot of points. It's like 54 points. Um, wow, that's that's the over under 54. Yeah, I think it's like last I checked, it was like 54, and Kansas City was favored by a point. Wow. So it's it's a it's it's a I don't know. To, honestly, man. From what I've seen, I've only seen Kansas City really play in the playoffs, and they've looked amazing, except for the first half against the Texans when they were down 24 nothing, I think it was. And all these receivers, Mahomes was, was, was spot on, but the receivers were just dropping everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But since, since then, they've been amazing yeah. in the playoffs. And then the Niners I got to watch during the regular season because they played a lot of primetime games that, that I got to watch, and... Their offense, it just seems like there's always two people open. There's always two options yeah. with their offense. And their offense isn't even the best thing about them. It's it's their it's their defense. Like they're everybody on their defense is ranked as like a top player. So um it's it's gonna be hard betting on a guy that's never won a Super Bowl and that's never w- wins the big games. He's won the big games this whole postseason, talking about Andy Reid. And I feel like I haven't seen anything go wrong for the Niners. I did see a little bit go wrong for the for the Chiefs in that first half and first quarter against the against the Texans, like I said. So I don't know, man. I hope these guys don't choke. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs because, like you said, Mahomes is just this the best player on both sides. And yeah, man, we'll see. But I can't. This <laughs> this is another thing too. This same Chiefs team got got. Uh, owned by the Patriots last year 
I don't know if you remember that. I do. I muted my mic the- because my kid's crying in the background. Oh, all right, cool. Hear that? Oh, she stopped. Woo! Oh. So, um, yeah, this th- I got to look up the score, actually. <clears throat> while, while you make your point, I'm going to just real quick, Chiefs. No, I, 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 it just seems like the Chiefs are the team of, of destiny this year. It feels like it's their Super Bowl to lose. Um, and I'm just surprised by that over-under of 54 points. They're, they're calling for both teams to score over 25 points, essentially. Um, that's a high-scoring Super Bowl. I think I might take the under on that. I'm not going to lie because I just I just feel like the the pressure of the moment. Um, I can't maybe maybe I'm revealing myself to be a fraudulent football fan here, but I can't remember a high scoring Super Bowl like that. Um, I'll, the, have to, I'll have to look the back. Eagles. The Eagles versus Patriots game was high scoring. That would that was over 54 points. OK, I, I did watch that one. And the Patriots Chiefs game, uh, the in the playoffs final score was thirty seven thirty one Patriots and Chiefs. But and I don't I can't I'm not gonna look at the box score. I'm just gonna go off memory here. So call me out if I did this wrong. But I okay. just remember I just remember the Patriots shutting them down for most of the game until the end. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs started putting up a lot of points. So it it, it felt like the the Patriots had figured the Chiefs out. So I don't see how the a Niners team that has a has a better defense than the Patriots did last year can't figure them out either. But then again, I can't picture Andy Reid not coming up with a game right. plan with two weeks to prepare. Right. So Pat, Pat's Falcons in 2017 that was high score. I remember that. That was when Natty uh, Matty Ice choked shit it away. the bed. Um, yep. that was a high scoring one. That was 34 to 28. Last year's was like 13-10. It wasn't high scoring. 13-3. Wow. Yeah, and the Rams. The Rams had like the number one offense. I was surprised. I thought the Rams were going to win last year. I was shocked by that. Um, and this year, they've you know, I don't know what the fuck happened to the Rams. But um, let's see, let's see. Yeah, Super Bowls are pretty high scoring. So take, don't take my word for it, people. I would take yep. the over too. Fuck it. I mean, of the last ten years alone, Green Bay, Pittsburgh in twenty eleven, thirty one twenty five. Giants Patriots 2012. Say it again. Giants Patriots 2012. Giants 21. Pat 17. <laughs> That's under. This is over. Ravens 49ers 30 49ers 49ers 34-31. Seahawks Broncos 43-8. God damn. I remember that one. Yeah. And the next one was a heartbreaker. I remember I was sick. I had canceled cable. I was watching it on some satellite type shit. And I remember being yeah. like, why the fuck did Russell Wilson, a.k.a. CT, just throw the ball? Pats 28, <laughs> Seahawks 24, Broncos, Panthers 24-10, that's under. 34-28, that's over. 41-33, that's over. 13-3, under. I feel like, actually, it's actually pretty even. It's 50-50. I take the under. I don't think, think Garoppolo is going to be throwing that many touchdowns. Okay. Um, I, I honestly, I think I would be surprised if the Chiefs lost. And it's, this, I'm just going by feeling here, people. No expertise involved. No fact checking. None of that shit. Fuck that. Fuck that. Well, shit. I got, I got about a little <clears throat> under a little, uh, six days to decide how that bet that bet slip is gonna go. But uh, as of right now, Chiefs. I need to find a clip of Kobe. His last. One of his last predictions in the Super Bowl. I need to see if there's a clip out there, man. See what he see what he was gonna pick. By the way, I know we're jumping off topic here. We're going back to Kobe real quick, but I saw you retweeted something that someone like back in 2012 predicted that Kobe was gonna die in a helicopter crash. Yep. What the fuck? 
It has to be because Kobe uses helicopters so often, man. That guy was probably just like bullshitting. Damn. And then that clip came out of uh, Kobe in the A Rod interview where he's he said why he takes helicopters all the time. I'm just like, God damn, man. Like, yeah. No, but that's not the first time I've heard Kobe in helicopters. Like, Steve, I hear Stephen A. Smith say it all the time. He's like, you don't think LeBron is thinking about taking a helicopter to the Staples Center like yeah. like Kobe used to every day and all this stuff? Like, it, it was a thing. I guess Kobe was the helicopter guy or, And then or there, there was an account on Twitter. I'm not going to at them. I know who it is, but I'm not going to at them because why should I? Nobody ats us. So you <laughs> at me, I'm not adding you. I don't even know if I'm using the right verb or whatever that you would call that kind of word. But anyway... Moving on. Somebody posted a video and it had the Comedy Central, whatever you call it, logo in the bottom corner. And it was a video of Kobe Bryant getting into a helicopter accident and his three championship rings come out. He doesn't die. He comes out of the helicopter. But somebody oh, says like, somebody says something like, oh, those are Shaq's rings or something like that. Like it was a joke. Oh, it was like a cartoon. Yeah. I'm like, God damn, man. Like crazy, crazy. crazy. When you look back at all this shit, it's just like all of it is surprising and just that dear basketball movie, I rewatched it. It's only like five or six minutes. It's short. Like when he won the Oscar, I was like, really? You're going to give him an Oscar for this? And then I rewatched it yesterday and it just it felt different now that he's nah, gone. For all I know, for all I know, it was one of those moments where he didn't deserve the Oscar and they gave it to him because it's Kobe. I, to be honest with you, I don't know what it was up against. It was a nice short clip. Uh, regardless if he got it because he's Kobe and it was more of like a uh what do they call it like uh i know what you mean i know what you mean like like one of those ceremonial like you know like he's going he's going he's getting inducted into the hall of fame next next year yeah. obviously he passed away so he's getting inducted but it's it's the result of that he got the he got the uh the award because he's kobe the fact that he's even up there to get the award is is just amazing enough for me but he was going to do big things and he wrote that and it's beautifully written um it was a good, you know, a good movie. I would watch it. It's only five minutes. I posted it up on my Facebook. I just saw, going back to the Super Bowl, on ESPN's Football Power Index, whatever the fuck that means, their matchup predictor has the Royal, the Royals, the Chiefs over the Niners, uh, and they're giving them a 64.8% chance of winning the game. The I Chiefs. like those I like those chances. What's the final score on that? So you're saying friend? there's a chance. They didn't give me a score, so mm. what's 64.8% of 54? Just kidding. Wait, that's the chance of winning. Chances of winning, 64.8%. No no score, though. Okay, so yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, man, you know what? I want to go through some some of the headlines that I'm looking at. It's not going to cover everything that's gone on in the last three weeks to a month. Um, God, what, what were some of the things that happened since the last time we spoke besides um, the Astros? Yeah, the Astros scandal, some some uh, free agents that got signed. Well, Starling Marte got traded to the D-backs today. Mets hire, Mets hire Luis Rojas. Yes, a uh, member of the Alou family dynasty, son of Felipe Alou, brother of Moises Alou. Mm. Um, so that happened. The Astros are still looking for a manager. Um what else happened? Nicholas Castellanos was signed by the Reds today. Four-year four deal. <clears throat> yep, yep, yep. Four-year deal. We still have some players uh, in arbitration. Mookie Betts, got, Mookie Betts got a record arbitration deal, $27 million. Yep. Uh, oh, I just realized Marte and Marte, both in Arizona. Nice. Very nice. Cattell and Starling. 
Starling. Great, great, Starling. Very, very Dominican name. <laughs> great, great fantasy, <laughs> great fantasy player of mine last year, Starling. A, a Starling. Didn't you have uh, Cattell? You're right. I I had both. Wow. Holy shit! Wow. Look. At I you. think I, I I have I had Starling at least last year. If anything, if not this last year, last 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 year. No. Um, Twenty. 18 i might have had starling and then last year i had kettle yep mm. kettlebell 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 Marte. <laughs> um mlb umps are gonna be mic'd up um oh yes yes damn how do we not speak of that that's right well, we got time we do we I'm got gonna... time to bring that back so are they gonna be whoa i just burped on mic finished it off there um marcelo suna goes to atlanta josh donaldson goes to the twins Yasiel Puig and Brock Holt are still available. Um, wow. So, yeah, MLB umps are going to be mic'd up. Question, is it just going to be like like in the NFL? After reviewing the play, the ruling on the field, stands. He's safe or he's out or whatever. Or is it going to be like they're going to be there like listening to them review the play? Like, this motherfucker didn't slide. They, should, they really should just give the guys in New York like a direct feed to the speakers. And like as they're saying like it's going to get reviewed, they just click and be like, he was safe. Like go back. <laughs> don't 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 meet up. Don't meet up. Like it was safe. Can you hear me? He's safe. Yeah, and you know be... what? If if it's can it if it can ever get that quick, they should just do away with challenges. They should just make every call. Sometimes right. it is that quick, and they still fucking do the whole goddamn you know kit and caboodle or whatever the shit is called. Oh, um, listen to this. Ryan Braun says it's possible he retires after the 2020 season. Fine. Hmm. Bye. Pittsburgh Pirates current payroll is now just forty three million. I thought it was forty three dollars and twenty six cents. I was like, what? Forty three point two six five million. To put that in perspective, uh, Mike Trout's getting paid something like thirty seven and thirty eight million dollars this season. Isn't somebody getting mm-hmm. forty this year? Maybe like Grenke or some shit like that. Trout is forty. I think Trout's getting forty. Uh, well, like his extension is forty a year. Sports rap. Oh, speaking of that, we didn't mention this in the helicopter crash. Uh, John Altobelli was was in the in the helicopter as well, and it turns out that he's like a famous OCC coach, Orange County College or whatever. Um, and he coached Aaron Judge and Jeff McNeil of the New York Mets, and Jeff McNeil credits him with being basically a big leaguer. Nobody believed in him, and he he did. It turns out, and look where Jeff McNeil is now. Damn, um, fucking crazy! The impact he coached a lot of players. I think he coached uh, is it Kingery from the Phillies, or is he in the Reds? Didn't he, wasn't he Aaron, Mike Aaron Judge's coach from high school or something? Aaron Judge's coach, yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. So yeah, uh, Mike Trout's not getting. He's getting thirty five, thirty seven ish. I don't really know how to read these contracts, but it's not it's not forty. But guys think, in the NBA are getting forty. Hell yeah, I think it's Grenke might be because I think Gren- his is like backloaded or some shit. Grenke, <clears throat> Zach Grenke, uh, Zach Grenke this season is getting thirty-two mm. plus three is thirty-five. Thirty-five mil. Mm. Good math there. Good math. Thank you. Yeah, man. So. uh <laughs> We're back. And we're back. Should we just end this shit? Um, Anything else that we had to touch on real quick? Uh, you know what, CT? Yeah. As, as a Yankees fan, I'm very excited that 
that we got Garrett Cole. But why hasn't how any, do we? Why, why hasn't anybody asked him like what his take yeah, is? Yeah, exactly. And also, as this, the fact that you are a Yankees fan, and you're welcome for something I'm about to do. But Jeter did get inducted into the Hall of Fame, by the way. Oh yeah, how did we not talk about that? <laughs> what the fuck? We suck, man. Because we suck. <laughs> Shit, Jeter. Yeah, Jeets. Go ahead, man. Have at it, GD. Oh, not not just Jeter, but Eli Manning retired. So Manny, Damn. this is a good question. Who's wow. who's a bigger New York bigger, Jeter or Eli? Come on, that's not even a question. Jeter, come on. I need. I'm gonna need you to answer that with first and last name. Derek Jeter. Okay. All right. He has a middle name. Man, I remember what it is. Super Bowl, two Super Bowls versus the Patriots versus five World Series. Where you know. Where what? Eh. Yeah. When's the last time? When's the last time an MLB team won three consecutive World Series championships? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Could have been the Yankees, probably in like the '60s or some shit. Right. Um, when's the last time a baseball team went to seven World Series? Wait, no, not seven. Six World we- Series. Wait, not six. Yes, yeah, six. Six World Series in eight years. We get it. Four of them. We Los get it. Junkies. So, anyways, Listen, man, yeah. Let's... Derek Jeter was never, maybe at one point or another, he was the best player on the Yankees, but he was now, you know, clearly when A Rod came to the Yankees, A Rod was a better player. Um, Bernie Williams was better than Jeter at points. Mariano Rivera was dominant throughout his entire career, um, but he played a long time, and he was always. He was always a good player, an above-average player, and so much so that I think he's like fifth all-time in hits. I think his batting average for his career is over 300. He probably has a plus 350 on base. I don't know. I don't have it in front of me. Um, I think well, that a- I think that he's for sure a first ballot Hall of Famer. And if I'm <clears throat> playing by the rules of the writers, which are fucking stupid, in my opinion, if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. That's it. But anyway, yeah. if I'm playing by the rules of these dumbass fucking writers. Not including me, because I'm not a I'm not a member of the BBWAA. Um, BBW. Then he shouldn't then he shouldn't be unanimous because Griffey isn't unanimous. Uh, nobody's unanimous except for Mariano Rivera. Um, so I'm not offended by that. I'm not offended by that logic. But I think the logic in general is fucking dumb. If you're Hall of yeah. Fame worthy, you should just be in the Hall of Fame. Like, why did it take ten years for Larry Walker to get into the Hall of Fame? Did his stats change during that time? No, nothing changed. He's a Hall it's of Famer. Weird. Just let him the it's fuck weird. in. It's weird, <laughs> honestly. The Hall of Fame. I could care less about it at this point. Uh, when A Rod goes to the Hall of Fame, because I think it's because I think it's gonna happen. I will obviously be so happy for him and everything like that because I know it's important to him. But as a fan, the Hall of Fame is not important to me. We're gonna die eventually on this world, and it's not gonna matter who we saw going to Hall of Fame. Wow. What's gonna <laughs> What's gonna matter is what we saw with our own eyes on the tv screen we're not people that read sports center articles or, or just watch sports center highlights for baseball we actually watch the games so i could care less about the hall of fame honestly in general it'd be great if sammy sosa got in because as a kid he was like one of my biggest favorite baseball players um where was i going with this oh yeah the oh, whole the whole unanimous thing i think it's ridiculous that people were so up in arms about jeter not being unanimous he got 99 point whatever the hell was like one guy didn't vote for him what difference does it make it doesn't give him like a special you know red carpet entrance to the hall of fame it's another reason it's another reason to be outraged 
by for nothing. the for nothing. He's still in and the I Hall think, of Fame. It doesn't matter. I think the problem is I think the problem is that people are in line with our thinking. If you're a Hall of Fame player, you're a Hall of Fame player. Like why why do you have to have a dissenting vote? What are you trying to prove? You're not making a that, difference. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, I think there I think there is something to being unanimous. Like I think there are certain players that should be unanimous. Like Pujols should be unanimous. If you want to make no the doubt. argument that yeah, what? I said no doubt. No doubt that Pujols yeah. should be unanimous. You, I, and I think wanna... I, I think that Griffey should have been unanimous. I think Ted Williams should have been unanimous. Joe DiMaggio, yeah. Babe Ruth, all should have been un- unanimous. But but they're playing by this set of rules where they penalize a player for for bias for stupid bias reasons. And I don't think bias should should play into it. It's like the Kurt Schilling thing. Like a lot of people yeah. don't vote for Kurt Schilling because of his because of personal reasons. And I agree with the personal reasons because i feel the same way about shilling for for some of the shit that he said in the past however as a baseball player when i look at the back of his baseball card and when i look at the things that he did in the postseason in his career for me he's hands down for, for sure he's a hall of fame pitcher you know what i'm saying yeah um but but there's people out there that withhold the vote because they don't like somebody or or for it's whatever like- reason i think that's fucking dumb it's like yeah, it's like a, it's like I think there's something special about being about there's something special about being unanimously voted into the Hall of Fame on your first ballot. It's it there's it's special, but the fact that there's so many great players that weren't unanimous, that's why I think that guys like Jeter, people should stop throwing a fit. First of all, yeah. the guy has the second most votes votes of all time in the history of the sport. The second most votes. He's not he's second most votes to get into the hall of fame he's not the top 20 greatest players of all time in the sport if we're talking about talent wise let's just say whatever legacy wise yeah you can make the argument Mm -hmm. whatever that that's i think that's hall of fame worthy in itself the legacy because managers get into the hall of fame but the fact that guys are gonna once the list comes out of everybody that voted on that hall uh, voted for on the ballots once the list comes out and the guy's name is put next to that he didn't vote for jeter the fact that that guy's gonna get death threats whether they're jokes or not it's, it's ridiculous yeah for sure. um and and sometimes it's not because they're they're playing by a certain rule that that they don't want to vote a guy in because of kurt schilling's uh you know right wing political views or whatever the crazy shit that he ever spat out sometimes it's because if you think about it 80 guys could have not voted for jeter and he would have gotten elected into the hall right. of fame as a first ballot so if there's a case where you need to reserve a spot because someone's about to be like larry walker was about to be left off of next year's ballot and he needed to get the votes in and all those people needed to use their 10th vote yeah. to vote him in okay if this guy just didn't vote for jita and he had all his spots <laughs> all the rest of them open then i kind of understand it but right. <laughs> like i understand the outrage i guess but still it's it's, it's, it's an overreaction it's really fucking dumb it's an overreaction yeah and um, if I ever get the vote, um, I promise that I'm not going to play these stupid politics because nah. they're so fucking dumb, man. Like, I just can't stand it. I can't stand the politics. Even someone like Omar Vizquel, who I don't think is a Hall of Fame player, which I don't want to get into an argument with you over. But some people withhold votes for Omar Vizquel because of some accusations about him in the past. Like, I think he... He had an affair with a teammate's wife or some shit. Um, somebody else, an ex-teammate. I wish I had the tweet in front of me so I could show it to you. But when I saw it, I was surprised. But an ex-teammate accused him of being like the biggest juicer in the clubhouse. Really? Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but that was a tweet. And um, 
But you know that there's going to be writers that are going to hold that against him because of that. But I don't think they should. You know what I mean? I think that if you've been suspended for cheating the game, I understand if you're going to withhold a Hall of Fame vote. Like someone like Manny Ramirez. Yeah. He was suspended twice for cheating. He shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame. Um, Someone like Barry Bonds never tested positive, never suspended. Why isn't he in the Hall of Fame? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a second. I don't. I said yeah to the Manny Ramirez point before. Disagree with that. But yeah. <laughs> you think he should be in the Hall of Fame? Manny Ramirez? Hell yeah, he should be in the Hall Even of Fame. Even though he... There were rules. He cheated, got caught, and was suspended for it twice. Are there are there rules against pine tar for pitchers? Yes. Are they continuing to break them today? Yes. If they can draw the line on Manny Ramirez doing something like that, then I can draw the line on Pintar. All right. Okay. I don't know. I f- listen. You're arguing with the wrong guy. I'm. <laughs> I, I think Manny Ramirez is Hall of Fame worthy. I think that if we're gonna have some sort of rules to to vote a player in or not, then to me the rule should be if you were suspended for cheating, betting, sign stealing, you were cheated because you 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 were. Suspended because you cheated the game in some way, shape, or form, then I can understand why you would withhold a vote from somebody. But yeah. if you, if there's, if all there is is accusations, you have Mike Piazza was accused, he's in the Hall of Fame. Pudge was accused, he's in the Hall of Fame. Uh, Bagwell accused, he's in the Hall of Fame. Then why isn't Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame and Sammy Sosa? All of them were accused, but there's no evidence that they did anything. They're all accusations. Mm-hmm. Let them in the Hall of Fame. The, the, yeah, and that's the whole Manny Ramirez thing. You, you make a good point. Like I can understand why they would withhold the vote on someone like Manny Ramirez, who was suspended twice for for violating the the substance abuse policy. Fucking Manny, what a cheater, man! Fuck. And it's just people have these opinions, man. Like Roger Clemens, like they had to go to court for this shit. Yeah, and they still deny it to this day. Sammy Sosa had a, had a more recent interview recently like i think like less than two years ago where he where he was denying tiptoeing around the whole thing saying that he never failed a a, a test or nothing like that i still think they should let those guys in yeah well andy pettit the reason why i think people withhold the vote for clemens is because andy pettit ratted him out still love andy rap bastard (laughs) (laughs) all right it's an hour and a half man yeah, man. It's to be honest. It, you have you look like you're sitting on a nice, comfortable chair. I am not. This is my my wife's grandmother. Here's a question for you: If pretend you're married for a second, do you call your wife's grandmother grandma? Do you refer to her as my grandmother? I wouldn't. Okay. But that's that's just me. No, no, no. Neither would I. But I just wanted to make that clear because I don't want people to think it's weird. This is her chair here, and um, she gave it to me. So I'm like, fuck, man. That's a nice looking chair, but. There's a downfall to it. It is leather, which is first world problems, right? I don't know if it's real leather. I'm not sure. Leather. If you wear sweats on, or shorts on this motherfucker, woo! Remember those plastic covered couches Mama Lua had? You ever fall asleep yeah, on that shit face down? Yep. And your face gets stuck on this shit? Ooh. Not that I'm face down in this chair, but my legs. I'm trying to make a point here. I made the connection. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, visit us at WTTSPod.com. We haven't updated that site for a minute, but I'm going to start working on it again. The Replay Podcast is going to be coming back soon. This season of the Replay Podcast of 10, 
episode season, we're covering B-movies and cult classics. Make sure you check out the Hotheads podcast. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WTTSpod.com. We're also on Facebook. I don't remember what our handle is there. You can find it somehow, some way. Um, It's on our website. It's there somewhere. That's all I got. You guys know how to use social media. Here we go. Season three. Peace. (laughs) We out. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.